You're about to listen to a message from Foursquare Gospel Church, a city on the hill. Be blessed as you listen. In the name of Jesus. While I was waiting upon the Lord before we pray, the Lord gave me a revelation. And uh, in that revelation, I saw a kind of a gathering. And in that gathering, I saw one person was maltreated. And I came into that scene. And I said, why were you treating this person this way? And one of them took out a gun. And I was shot three times. And the person was shocked that I did not go down. And I said, have you seen it now? Eh. And they started begging me. We don't know who you are. We don't know. We don't know. And I said, fine. Why are you maltreating this person? And while I was saying that, I said, you're going to change. And you're going to pay for what you have done. And all of them were begging me. And I said, for what you've done, before I leave this place, the judgment of God will catch up with you, except if you repent. And that was what I was saying, and I woke up. And while I was praying, thinking, God, is there that there are some people that want to attack me? And God said, there is someone that has been maltreated. If there is a case of such here, the Lord will vindicate you. I say the Lord will vindicate you. In fact, I stand and I decree you are vindicated already. Shall we rise up on our feet? Let's take this song together. It's a song of prayer. Sing this song very well and let the Lord start it already with us. It's on prayer. Sugar con Bella Yemi Oluwa Yemi Ovemo Latunilo I pray. 
for you it is over that assault is over in your life that assault insult is over in your life lift up your voice as we sing Storm in your home, in your life. Be still in the name of Jesus. Grant all transfer, Father. Thank you for the testimony that follows this meeting. In Jesus' name, we pray. All right, quick one. Let's have a seat. Thank you very much. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I only have just a few minutes left. And uh, the topic is... God's opinion on prayer. And that text is Luke 18, 
and uh, if you you will want to interpret that scripture very well you will really need to go back to Luke 17 and the purpose of this parable is God encouraging his disciples because he's leaving them and uh, he felt I need to encourage them because that was what Jesus that is what he asked someone said they asked Jesus when he got to heaven that do you have plan B for this work you have done do you have any plan B apart from this disciple he said no the only plan B that I have is just this disciple that I have trained and I have prepared them and uh, in John 17 verse 15 he did not pray that God should take them out of this world but he prayed that God should keep them so he wasn't asking God to remove them out of this world because he knew quite well the kind of world that we are and he knew quite well what is going on John 17 verse 15 if you're there you can just help us out and that was and I wondered why he had to pray that prayer that's the prayer he prayed John not Joshua the whole essence of verse chapter 18 eh? I do not pray that you should take them out of this world but that you should keep them from the evil one one of the toughest scriptures I often ponder about is this scripture. Jesus recognized that there are evil and there are evil people in this world. No wonder in the book of Luke, he gave them power and he asked them something. He said, pray. And he kept on emphasizing that you should pray. When they are saying Jesus is here, do not go. Do not bother. So in that 17, Luke 17, he took time to explain to them. And when he crossed to 18, he now explained it to them in proverb, in parable. That what I'm trying to tell you is that peradventure, the pressure is getting too much. And your muscles are unable to bear what is coming your way. Because sometimes in life, in the journey of Christianity, there are some certain things that will come our way that if all you will do is to play wounds and seize, the devil knows how to mess men up. The devil will not give up until he has achieved his intention. Sometimes the devil can wait for 20 years to bring a great man of God down. So he explained to them, Three things I want to lay emphasis on. Three things about this. And I will explain why we need to pray. The first thing is persistence. The second one is faith. And the third one is hope. Those are the key things Jesus was emphasizing in Luke 18.1. And you will wonder 
Why is Jesus using a widow to explain? Okay, let's read. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart. As if we often lose heart after some time when we have not seen what we are believing God for. And that is the same thing. We are not exempted. If it could happen to the disciples, if disciples could sleep off sometimes, if disciples could lose focus sometimes, that shows that we often, sometimes, we often take off our eyes from that area that we are concentrating on. My mother in the Lord told me, he said, when you prayer is like hitting a wall, and you keep on hitting the wall, go, goes, goes. That you are not seeing a sign of the wall is, and you left. He said, the enemy will quickly, will quickly come back and patch up that wall. But that you are not seeing that the wall tears apart doesn't mean the wall is already weakened. Maybe just the last or the final blow that you will release and the thing will collapse. You concluded. All this while I've been eating this thing, nothing happened. I am not eating anymore. I am off. Sometimes we go. Sometimes we leave. When maybe just one more blow and we're off. So when we, when we want to comprehend what he's saying, he talks about persistency. And he explained to us about that widow. And he said, that widow kept on coming. And they're coming and coming and coming. And you will agree with me that in, in, in Israel, widows are personified to be helpless people. Widows are seen as those that depend on someone. There is vulnerability when it comes to widow. And Jesus took this widow as an example that see this widow he could have just used a woman but you know that a widow doesn't have anyone and uh, we learned that Jesus Christi only uh, is the father Psalm 68 verse 5 the scripture made us to understand that he is the father of the less privileged he is the father of them all and even in Exodus, Exodus 22, from verse 22 to 24, the Bible said, if you touch them, and they cry to me, and I hear, and my wrath will become odd, and I will, go to verse 22, go back to verse 22, you shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child, go ahead, if you afflict them in any way, and they cry at all to me. I will surely hear their cry. Go ahead. And my wrath will become hot. And I will kill you with the sword of with the sword. Your wife shall be widows and your children the fatherless. So when it comes to the issue, God is not negotiating with anyone. So the 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 example God is trying to make for the disciple is that if you see yourself as 
one that has no one to help except me I am the father to them if you see me as the father if anyone touch you I will deal with them see until we have this perspective about that we do and see ourselves the Bible said the, the, the lowly in, in Psalm 38 138 he said it in Psalm 138 he said he, God though he's on high he regards the lowly he regards he respects the lowly the Lord will Psalm 138 let's go to Amplified give me an Amplified Verse 6, verse 6, not 8. For though the Lord is high, yet he, he respects to, respect to the lowly, bring them into fellowship with him. But the proud and the haughty, he knows and recognizes only at a distance. When you begin to say, I have a father that will take care of my school fees. God will now step back. He will see you from distance. When you say that you have a husband, he will take care of my needs, God will step back. He will see that person from distance. But when you say to God, I have no one except you, until we get to that point. Now let me explain to us. We understand what Persistency mean. We understand what when we look at the case of that widow, dependency to rely. Number two, helplessness. You don't have power, and eh? you are just weak, and you recognize that. Then vulnerability, you are exposed, you are not protected, but you trust God. So until we begin to see ourselves like that. The result may be little. The result may be little. And we need to understand what God is telling the disciples. That be like this widow. When the challenges, when it is hot, when it's getting tougher, persist. When it's getting tougher, rely in me. Hope in me. When it's getting tougher, have faith in me. In fact, the scripture said it about four times. Habakkuk 2, 4. When you remembered um, Hebrew, I think Hebrew and some other scripture like that. The scripture said, the just shall live by their own faith. Even about that woman of the issue of God. Jesus didn't say, my faith has made you old. He said, your faith has made you old. Am I right? So, some of us, those three things are key. Persistency. Not that we're not praying enough. I have discovered sometimes in the course of handling a matter or an issue, the more I pray sometimes, I see discouraging things to give up. But I didn't know that that is the strategy of the devil. Until I discover that even God showed it to the disciples. 
to persist about that issue. Because when you persist, some things will unlock. But when you give up, the pressure that is coming on your way, you may not be able to stand it. And let me now tell you, we need to pray. We're talking about the mind of God. We're talking about the opinion of God in the context of Luke 1. And in the context of Luke 1, those are the three things he's telling them when it comes to prayer. When it comes to prayer, persist. When it comes to prayer, have faith. When it comes to prayer, hope in me. So, what else will God be saying? Many more things. But those are the three things I picked out of Luke 1. Let me now give us 10 reasons under these few minutes. Why do we need to pray? Number one, because of temptation and trial coming on our way. Matthew 14, 38. Because of temptation and trial coming on our way. Matthew 14. In Matthew 14, Jesus told the disciple when he came to pray, he said, watch and pray. And guess what? Jesus saw what is coming. It's not going to be adopted. And he saw what is coming also to the disciples. And he told them, watch and pray. And uh, they were sleeping. And he returned back and he said, couldn't you wait for me for just one hour? That means the minimum time to stand in the gap is one hour. Though some may say, no, but let me tell you, you get to a level when you give yourself to prayer that the spirit of supplication and grace comes upon you that three hours, four hours, you are lost in him. Strength is there because grace is there. Eh? Do we understand what I'm saying? And they were slept, they slept off. I was reading the comment of some Bible scholars about that scripture. They said, if Peter had prayed, he would have been able to develop some level of strength and capacity not to react when they came to attack Jesus. He just acted in the flesh. Took so he will not take my master. Whoa. Then the next thing, because he did not pray, you know what happened to him? It was, it was easy for the flesh to deny Jesus. So sometimes when we keep on praying, when Jesus and you keep on praying, though you may not have had some things, but God will give you strength to go through some of them. Some things he will not take away, but he will give you strength to go through them. Some, they give up while they are going through some stuffs in their lives and they stop coming to church. And some stayed. I pray for you that you will be persistent in your prayer. Why do we need to pray? To deal with stubborn challenges and spirits. In the book of Matthew 17, 21, the scripture said, eh, some certain things will not go without they dealt, they were praying after they have been given the authority 
to tremble upon snakes and scorpions, and they could de deal with them. But it came at a time like this, but they could not heal. And they asked Jesus, why, 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 why couldn't we, we pray also? And Jesus said, some of these things will not go without prayer. You, you, prayer is not that you don't have job. Sometimes people say, don't you know, she will mojadura lot. Well, no problem. You will not show mojure lot. And uh, if this disciple, if they have taken out time, but they were still enjoying the grace of Jesus because he was with them. Why do we need to pray? Because God commanded. Matthew 7, 7. He said, that time shall be given. Seek, you will find. He commanded it. So if you are not praying, it's your choice. Why do we need to pray? Because there are powers. I am, I have not soon seen each time I listen to, because I have this, um, um, go, um, this TV, my joy, that messages you listen to, Crefudola, you listen to Joel Austin's, and Johnny Tabino, and most of them. And I have seen um, new generational churches, some, even in Nigeria, saying the devil doesn't have power. I have even seen some people saying it's a thing of mind. Why are you people disturbing yourself? But in Luke 18, Jesus said, I have given you power. Luke 10, 18. I have given you powers to trample upon snakes and scorpions and every other powers of the enemy. So, if there are no power, Jesus will not mention powers. Dr. Luca was preaching yesterday about the three, the evil triplets. And in the three evil, three evil triplets, he said, they are flesh, they are the word, and demons. He said, these three things, they have messed up families, messed up homes, messed up destiny. They've stolen many things away from many lives. And we need to understand that there are powers. Even in Ephesians 6, Jesus said that put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the powers. Eh? And uh, all of these powers, they did not come to play with us. In fact, they come to church. Because the Bible says the devil came to church. Therefore, take on the armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil days and have done all to stand. Stand! Because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle. Somebody said, it is not fun fair, it is warfare. A man of God, was it not Pastor Kodju that shared with us when we went for their conference? He said, a man for 17 years, a man of God, a sickness was upon him. Okay, it was Bishop Oedeko. He said, he took for 17 years and not didn't reverend. When he got angry that ah, ah, there is bam in Gilead, he, he bought some books and he started praying some dangerous prayer. 
the 17 years came to an end when he gave himself to persistent prayers. There are powers. There are principalities dealing with men on daily basis. Why do we need to pray? Number what? Number five. Let me explain something to us. We learned in the Bible school that it is an error to recognize and exonerate the devil. Everything is about devil. And also it is an error to say that the devil doesn't exist or he doesn't have power. Don't, if you exhort him, you will feel, hey, I'm important. So I am in your midst. And he celebrates. But it's an, also an error because we've seen that while the children were gathering, the devil came. So it's also an error to say that the devil doesn't exist. That some fallen angels, there are demons that are entering into men and women, destroying, that they do not exist. It is an error to say that is a thing of the mind. Please don't join them. Number four or five? Number five. Why do we need to pray? Because God answers prayer. He does not stop prayers. Proverbs 15, 29. The Bible said the Lord is far from the wicked. But he hears the prayer of the righteous. He hears the prayers of the righteous. Why do we need to pray? Because God is ready to do what he hears. What you say is what God will hear. Numbers 14, 28. He said, what you say in my hearing will I do. Number seven, why do we need to pray? To understand the God's opinion on some certain issues of our lives. Ephesians 5, 17. The Bible said, don't be thoughtless. Try to understand what God wants you to do. That's another translation. Some translation will say, try to understand the will of God. But Good News Bible said, try to understand what God wants you to do. Number eight, why do we need to pray? We do that to talk and to communion and fellowship with God. Mark 1, 35. The Bible explained to us about Jesus. It, when Jesus is with the disciples in the night, he will just leave them. And I often wonder, he will go alone to go and pray. And I wonder, Jesus, you, Jesus, it is we you should leave prayer point for. And I ask my mommy, what is the prayer point of Jesus? She, you want to pay school fees like me? Or you want to pay for us rent? What is his prayer point? Why should he be bothering himself praying? For prayer is not just all about asking. It's coming on his fellowship. Billy Graham said in his quote, that prayer is two edge conversation talking to God talking with God number nine is that number nine why do we need to pray we need to pray 
to know deep and secret things. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The scripture told us that the secret things belong to the Lord. An angel, after he came to that woman, the angel, he asked, what is your name? He said, why do you ask? Because it is a secret. There are some certain things God will not tell you. But do you know that the secret things belong to the Lord, but the reveal that belong to we and our children. So there are some certain things uh, that will not unlock unless you persist in prayer. Some things, sometimes I pray and I ask God about this. While I persist, God show me who to go to, what to do, who to call. So some things also, also unlock for guidance, for direction. So deep things comes. Psalm 25 verse 14. The scripture says, the secret of the Lord is with them. Fiercing. So God sometimes reveals secrets. Deep things only come out, will come out when you pray some certain persistent prayer. The last one. Why do we need to pray? Let us rise up on our feet. We open to the book of Revelation 12. I don't want to, because I know that this is a church that is conscious of time, and I don't, I don't want to bore you or take further time. I still have a lot, but I, I, let me stop. Revelation 22, 12, from 12, Revelation. We're going to read, and I'll say one or two things. Please, Thank you for the grace, sir. I want to encourage you, by God's grace, as small as I am, I have my mommy, pastor, and I appreciate you, mommy. Um, my ZDS wife, working with me in intercessor, is a privilege, is a grace. She has recognized her part, and she will not depart from it. And my mommy, I currently for what? Uh, well, I was a, I, I have not thought of coming to the to join prayer department when they have started, and I thank God for your life. By God's grace, our district intercessor meeting. Let me use this opportunity to announce to us: district intercessor meeting will be the last Sunday of um, this month because the 22 is the district convocation, so we move it. So we're going to be doing it. Our mommy asked me to give that information. And I appreciate God for their lives. And I'm saying this, that please, I was challenging my members because we have, have things. I have about three things and I have several youth. I only have few adults. Even those adults are busy with work and they are not coming. I wasn't bothered because I have people to hand over to. Because I have... Uh, but I am concerned about Jebaku. My mama, mama has been taking this for long. I think there should be an assistant. That mommy will say, ah, my son, sometimes I told Pastor Leke, by the way, Pastor Leke is my assistant in prayer for Zona Intercessor. I will, ah, I am in Port I can't, please stand in for me. 
sometimes I will not be able to make it standing for me. There should be an assistant, and those assistants should be younger ones, teens and youth. And I encourage you, join the intercessors. And I also tell them in the church, I said something, that because of the nature of your work, all of us cannot be there at the same time. You can be an intercessor and be doing it at home. Are you getting what I'm saying? While those that have the time come to the church to intercede for church and the pastor and the needs that we see in the box for prayer requests. And I encourage you, please, the youth. Brother Kunle, uh, don't turn your face. I am yet to see your youth in our midst. Please, are we going to see? Oh, you're giving one, one person. What's her name? What's the name? <laughs> All right, Sarah, I will follow you up and I will pray with you. Uh, so, mommy, uh, you have one person to join you. Also, where is brother Bishop, my friend? Uh, we started together. At the prayer, things, I need, I need things also to join them. Uh, grow yourself up so that they can hand the baiting back to you when, when they are trying to round up. And I pray that the Lord will help you. That the reason why Ijagbemi is, is not me, it is because we stood in prayers. Somebody saw me a few days ago. He told, he said, Pastor Femi, wait, 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 wait. Pastor David said something. You know, Pastor David has moved. And I worked with Pastor David for, for more than, we started the church together. And he said, see, how did you do it? Give me, let me tap from, if I mention the place, he's a zona officer. Let me tap from you. I said, ah, it's just that I recognized it myself and some others at that upper place at the back of this building Jebako here that was where we caught the fire came on us and we would go to camp Lake can be a witness we would go around teenagers as at that time organizing crusade and the grace came the grace will come on you the generation going will have who to rely on are you getting it so please let's take note of this the last one bothers me. Let's read. Revelation 12. We read from 12 to 17. Therefore, rejoice, O heaven, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. We're going to read it further. The last point. Why do we need to pray? Because the devil has a short time on earth. So, he wants to hinder and frustrate believers so that they will give up faith. Let's read further. 13. Now, when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth. See, it is not another eto. It is this eto. Ayo kwemeji o omanso o. Ayo koni o. Kamalo wa loyo. He persecuted the woman 
who gave back to the male child. This was a woman. Where was the husband? It's another revelation entirely. But I can tell you sometimes, sometimes there are some issues your husband can handle. If he handles it, he will handle it wrongly. There are some things your father cannot comprehend. The man was in there. Where was he when this woman was going through? But that's a revelation for another time. That she might fly into the wilderness to her place. Okay, but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and time and half a time from the presence of the serpent. When you look at this, when you come to, to Ephesians, where the Bible was talking about husband, woman, love your husband, husband, nourish her, take good care of her. That is the role of husband. But Jesus Christ is the husband. So, and he will take care of everyone that asks, that says, I don't have anyone. Let's go ahead. The next one, he carried, uh, okay, let me read, that he might cause her to be carried away. So that dragon released water. <sighs> then what happened? Next, he spilled water. Next, but the ark helped the woman, and the ark opened his mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon has spilled out. Every evil released against you, heaven swallowed them up. Say a better amen. Say it louder, amen. The next verse. And the dragon was enraged. Inubabi. Ah! All my effort for this woman was futile. With, and he went to make war with the rest of our offspring who kept the commandment of God and have the testimony of Jesus. What a sad revelation but the truth about it is this who are those people that is talking about the offspring it is we who are the people that are keeping the commandment and the law of the lord and the testimony of jesus christ it is we but bless guess what blessed is our lord our savior the scripture made us to understand in romans 8 38 37 the Bible said, we are more than conqueror. Shout hallelujah. 1 John 4 verse 5, 4, 4 to 5. The Bible said, whosoever that is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith. So those two, three things are crucial to the fulfillment. Madam is up. Shall we pray? Let's say that song one more time. And we'll round up. All of this what we've said, if God will hear your prayer, you must sustain the testimony and you must obey the commandment. But if you're not born again, if you pray, you are like a chicken in the cage. The enemy can take they can take the kitchen in the cage and eat it at any time if you're not born again. Someone said, eh, ah, I don't like prayer. Yet, 
you are complaining there are problems are you there let's close our eyes you want to give your life to Jesus Christ so that he will protect you can you just wave raise your hand up so that I can pray with you do we have anyone you will want to give your life to Jesus make that decision now as we pray if there is none can we pray this prayer as we sing it in song and I'll round it up we we'll sing it just three more times I would only come before you in prayer my father this is what I'm saying my father trust that you have been blessed by the message you just heard. For more messages, follow us on our social media platforms at Foursquare Jeb. God bless you.